Hey everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast and this is the show you've all been waiting for for these weeks while we've been prevaricating and procrastinating and obfuscating and pretending there were some political things going on in the background. This, this, this is it. This is no, no hiding anymore. This is the end of the assignment for day into night. And oh, we've got a lot to talk about. A lot and, and only a very short amount of recording time. So should we dive right in? Rach, how are you doing? Hey, yes, I'm, I'm OK, apart from a slightly croaky voice. So uh, but <clears throat> we have had a chance to have a little uh, uh, warm up. So I, I grabbed a quick cup of tea and it seems to be a little bit better. But apologies if I'm uh, croaking and coughing away in the background. Uh, I will try not to uh, detract too much from from what we've been up to. No worries. No worries. Graham, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Although I would still like to be hiding and trying to prevaricate rather than being here <laughs> facing the music. Oh, now all this is gone this evening. But, uh, you know, <sighs> and then we're here now. To all these things. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're here. As, as Rach says, we're here. We're here now. And that's the most important thing. And we've all got stuff to show. And we've got loads of listeners stuff to show as well Yay. and to talk about. So, yeah, that's a good thing, right? You know, all Absolutely. good things must come to an end. And this evening we will conclude wonderfully we will conclude uh, elegantly yeah. the, the assignment, assignment for day two. and tonight <laughs> i mean it's fireworks it. night this week so we're going out with with a bang <laughs> uh, or a damp squib yes <laughs> right. so so we, 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 we yes this this the the background audio of this show may be peppered with fireworks um it's not because we've suddenly all moved into a war zone or anything like that it's just because this is the the week that uh british people like to celebrate uh the time uh, a man and his mates decided to blow up the houses of parliament and <laughs> and because of that we burn him every year for i think nearly 300 years now <laughs> Just to, show, pretty, just to show pretty him. Pretty lights in the sky. It might be more than <laughs> yeah. 300 years, actually. It might be nearer 400, but there we go. Uh, yeah. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Or maybe it's Diwali where you are, because we were talking about that before we, we hit record button anyway as well. As well. So, right. Uh, I don't know. Graham, Rach, uh, shall, we, mm. we, should, we, should we just dive in, right? So, uh, I think, at, uh, I think so. yes. Just, would you like to start with some of our listeners or would, should we start with some of us? I think oh let's start with, with us let's, all right yeah. let's start let's start let's get with us out of the way <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed indeed so uh well um i don't know graham graham um uh, could you uh, give us a, a a short a pithy entertaining humorous and also factually correct uh, summary of your assignment progress please uh, well um you know this is going to have some surprise to kind of no one that their mind's been I suppose failure by degrees. So I've had two stabs at this. So the one stab was my attempt at making a camera, which was a very, I had an idea and I started to have a go at making it and then realised that my idea was far too difficult for me to make and just went, no, stop, walk away from this thing before you spend all day on it and still end up with a just pile of rubbish at the end of it. Was this because of um, Ethan coming on? Uh, the show and saying like yeah let's all build cameras that kind of thing <laughs> yeah absolutely i blame ethan for for everything um so anyway so i kind of gave up on the idea of making a purpose-built camera um and uh, we'll talk about some later with some of our listeners who had a go at making purpose-built stuff but i thought okay now i need to move on to this so we had the conversation with um david about uh my idea of going out and taking some pictures where I was on a night out, so sort of going from the, the evening and into the night and so on. So that was my next attempt at this. So that's been kind of my main, the main thrust of my effort. Um, 
um, on what David's idea was to try and convey um, uh, the story and, and the feeling of being out on a night out as well was that um, every hour, I think originally the idea was every drink, but we changed it to every hour. Um, <laughs> so you didn't kill so, yourself. <laughs> yeah, I would um, add an exposure to the to each shot. So um, first shots out would just be a single exposure. And then after the first hour, then double exposures and then triple exposures and so on and so on. And I thought, okay, that could, that could work quite well. You know, the pictures are going to get weirder and more random as the evening went on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was the plan. Um, and now here's the list of ways that it all fell apart. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's it's good to go wrong in all the ways, I think. So <laughs> first off, um, I think when Leah was on, we talked about the importance of, you know, not experimenting in all ways at the same yeah. time. And, you know, having some things that you're familiar with, you know, you're not mm. changing too many variables. So... Um, the kit that I decided to use was a Cosina camera. It's the it's Cosina CT, I don't know, Cosina some numbers and letters. That I have no <laughs> idea what they mean. But it's a fully manual camera with a light meter in it that I've never used before. So that's the first <laughs> variable, an untested camera with an untested light meter. Uh, to run through it, I decided that I wanted to go with black and white for abstraction and I wanted to go with a film that wasn't too fast or too slow. So I thought, okay, about ISO 200. What have I got that's ISO 200? Which isn't a particularly common ISO for black and white film. Foma pan? That would have been good. Uh, I didn't have any foma pan. What I did have was a roll of Ilford SFX. Oh, okay, um, all right. Yeah. A film uh-huh. that I've basically never shot. I've shot one roll very badly before, and that was a complete failure because of my mistakes then. Um, now, People may be yelling at their um, listening device, thinking, well, why didn't you just, I don't know, shoot some HP5 and rate it at 200? And the answer is, your mom, that's why. Um, <laughs> so uh, I've got this, <laughs> got this, and the, the way that you do double exposures, theoretically, with an SLR, is you um, hold down, there's the button underneath to release the film to wind it back. You push that in, and then you wind on the shutter and then it doesn't take up. And, then, you know, and you have to kind of tension the, the film as well. So it's not going to pull on. And then you get multiple exposures. So this is all great. I'm all set up <laughs> with a load of stuff. I don't know how it's going to behave at all. Um, then the weather, it was just really dull early. So um, the pictures of day were so dull and, and I ended up being late getting to where I was going. So that was already a bit of a whiff. So, okay, I haven't got any good daytime pictures. I mean, I, they're literally pictures shot out the window of the B&B going, look, it's light, but not great for storytelling. Uh, and then when I actually got into town and started taking pictures, whereas in previous years, our evening out had been fairly active, fairly animated. There were quite a lot of people there and we ended up going to one place and another than another <laughs> What happened this year was that actually not many people turned up. So we just sat on the table, uh, at a table, not on a table. It wasn't even that exciting. We didn't even sit on the table. Dancing on the table? There was no (laughs) dancing on the table. Um, We sat around this table in a fairly grotty Weatherspoons pub in Cheltenham for about (laughs) two hours. So... um, so there wasn't really much opportunity for interesting... So I took a few pictures of people... And then we moved on and I took a few more pictures, but a lot of them were outside. Um, well, not a lot of them, there weren't a lot of them forced on. 
Um, so the whole storytelling aspect of it went out the window a bit there because there just wasn't any story to tell. We sat in one place for a couple of hours around a table. Then we moved to another bar um, where we sat around a table for an hour and then we went home. So I was already a little concerned that the storytelling aspect was going to let this down quite considerably. Um, Such a party animal, Graham. uh, I know, but I'm a party wombat, that's me. (laughs) Um, And then it came to the actual seeing what the results are like. So as I mentioned last night on Backing Paper, the first hiccup that I hit was after I developed the film uh, and hung the negatives up to dry, um, they all had this sort of white milky haze. um, And I was like, hmm... I don't think that's supposed to be there. I know that the um, the cellulose, I, I can't think what the word is, but the um, the substrate of the film had th- this very pale colour to it, much paler than the usual sort of dark grey you see on film before I developed it, but I was like, I'm sure it shouldn't still be looking like that. Um, so basically what I'd done is I'd, my fixer that I'd used was spent. Um, so, okay, that just hasn't cleared it. But I was looking at them thinking, oh, these look all right. I mean, this is kind of something there. You know, I'll, I'll dunk it back in the fix and it'll be fine. So I mixed up some fresh fix, stuck them back in there, out they came and um, and it cleared them perfectly. Um, it cleared them so well. In fact, it cleared them so well. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. A lot of details gone. A lot of details. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, not that there's anything wrong with the fixer. It's just the, it, it, <laughs> to, the, to, the, to the eye, it looked better before I fixed them. <laughs> um, oh, dear. Like, yeah. Oh, no. um, the double exposing and holding the thing in place um, kind of didn't work. So I, I've stuck probably the best example of this and probably the best sort of the picture of that evening out because um, it does kind of show the progression of time sort of uh, in the shots. And you can see that all of the frames have just run into one another completely. <laughs> so it's yeah. just this great long par- panorama. So you can kind of you can see the idea working. You can see the double exposures of people um and um the different locations it's it's kind of kind of worked um and i think if if we'd if if i got there early enough to get some good setup shots in the daylight and if we moved around more and so the location choices moved more i think it could have worked um Mm. because the basic premise of the multiple exposures I, i i do quite like but um the, the evening was just far too um, low sedate. energy. Yes, far too sedate <laughs> to justify that look going on with it. Because <laughs> the look is like, oh, look, it's crazy. Like, no, we're all just sat around chatting. Um, yes, you they know, all... the story doesn't have to be a huge, you know, sort of festival, you know. It is yeah. a story. Point, it's just right? a different story, right? It's just a yeah. story of you enjoying spending some time having a quiet chat with friends in a pub and and I think that's really nice like I'm actually I'm looking at the panorama and um I think it's lovely honestly like I looked at this and was like oh yeah I wanted to know a little bit more about what that conversation is that these two people are having and then you can see that it's layered over with uh, the chap having a, a drink out his pine and and there's like a quite a pensive look from the next guy and then there's a cheeky graham <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, which i love because that's right in the middle of of the panorama and it's just like sneak um and then on to on to the next thing and then you've got like the really nice sort of uh, shot of all the glasses and the cocktails being made at the bar and things as well um i think it's lovely it, it really does sort of like capture a story of that 
of that evening of what it was and it doesn't have to be anything fantastically spectacular to still have value Oh, thanks, Rachel. Uh, that's a far more positive take on it all than I got. I mean, unfortunately, because uh, the other thing I found was, and I don't know whether this is just because of the way that the film behaved or the way the camera was metering or just because of, obviously, w when you're doing multiple exposures, although I did the trick um, which David suggested of changing the ISO on the film so mm. that the meter reading is correct for the number of exposures you want to give it. Um, I say that went right, right over my head. <laughs> I yeah. to to it a few it, times. It, it made real sense when David was explaining it. Um, but, um, the <laughs> in pictures, practicality. <laughs> yeah, in practicality, yeah. everything was underexposed. Um, like some of it quite spectacularly. So there's just a lot of black. So when I came to cutting up the negatives, I couldn't see... <laughs> yeah, where to cut was. yes it's like oops nice straight through somebody's head so um so yeah you know it was it was a bit of a whether i'd have had more success if i'd used a different film maybe if i had more success if i'd used the camera that i knew was gonna you know it, it, as i said it's that thing of there were just too many variables um <laughs> classic yeah, grave so, so hang on, having said all that though right you, you would never have made this enormous panoramic image if you hadn't been doing all of those things that's very true so, That's so very you, you one could argue that you'd take an, an experimental and holistic approach to the assignment and 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 dived in to to see what will happen yeah that's true that's true i, I mean as i'm sat here looking at this particular one now i am feeling more charitably towards it probably because you guys are helping me the i think where it falls down um is i don't think it it, it does once it conveys my night out quite well it doesn't convey day into night at all because there's the absence of day <laughs> <laughs> which is okay, an issue. Yeah, so, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yes. So you've got a, a serendipitous and tan slightly tangential output to the assignment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I still I think mean, it, it does still show a progression of time, though. It certainly know? does that, and, Rach. That's a very good point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I did get, and this was very much just like a, an aside, was uh, whilst I was trying to finish up the role of film, um, I did just take a picture of... Um, the sun going down, which you know, came up quite nice. <laughs> the sky was quite nice um, over go. some power lines. It's 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 a it's a Johnny System special because it's mad power lines going on. <laughs> a classic, a classic. Um, was it Eric? Uh, oh, no, no, it's Johnny. It? Johnny, Johnny yeah, who lines. loves the power yeah, lines? Johnny yeah. loves a power line. Um, so yeah, it, it was. I'm glad I did it. I don't feel satisfied okay. with my output just if, for myself. Um, mm. uh, what, what will you do? next time then will, will you have another shot at this do you think did it frustrate you too much that you're like okay i'm done or do you think maybe there's an opportunity to learn from it and i could do something slightly differently yeah i mean i i think i think the problem is that i mean i think there's definitely stuff to learn from it i, I think the technique has merit i think the technique of multiple exposing and, and you know and getting these ridiculous great long sausages of film i think has merit and could be in the right mm. sort of situation um but with this particular assignment in mind i think the problem i've got and still have is a um is finding the right way of conveying it when we come to yours um which we'll do next i hope you 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 had a, a germ of an idea in place that you then built around the process to get mm. there and that's what 
I have always lacked is the germ of an idea. It's been very much a, oh, here's a, a way I could approach something, mm. but there's not been the thing to approach. So um, okay. I'm not giving up on it yet, whether I'll try yeah, this good. approach again or try something different. But um, yeah. But I mean, the whole idea, right, behind just doing assignments, it's not a competition. There's no like, this is right or wrong or what have you. The whole point, I think, for us was that we wanted it to be something that was going to help challenge us, push us, and that we'd learn stuff from as well. So, yeah. you know, if nothing else, from what you said and from what I can see here, you know, you've learned perhaps a new technique that you've not used before and that you can implement in something else. Yeah, yeah, that's Isn't very that right? true. That is very true. It is a new, it's something I've never done before. And um, yeah, it has been fun seeing how that's all worked out. So yeah, that's very true, Rach. Yeah, very I think true. there's a, there's a and, I, and I actually, I like the, 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 the long sausage of film, if that's the correct. <laughs> I don't know quite sausage what, what the aspect ratio of that is. It's about, it's about 20 to one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, but I, I like it. it is, it's a, there's a lot to see in that image and you can look at it for a long time. Right. Yeah, and and, and, oh, see, thanks, and see different stuff. So, so which which probably um, it just just actually reminds me that we should probably tell our listeners to this show where they can where they can see these images because otherwise uh, they won't be able to follow along. So, um, yeah, if you want to see my long sausage, <laughs> <laughs> I'll film. Oh, man. We've turned into the Negative Positives podcast. Um, uh, there will be a post on the uh, sunny16podcast.com website. And if you go to the assignments tab, it'll be on there and the images will be in there, all the ones that we've got and links and stuff. So yes. that's where you'll find this. Don't, don't Google Graham's long sausage. <laughs> <laughs> of film. Of film. <laughs> yeah uh okay all right great great um yeah actually, yeah uh re really like that um rach you want to go next or shall i, I yeah go on I'll, I'll go next and then at least um as before my voice gives out <laughs> i'll good try point. my best good point okay um, so rach well over to yeah. you what, what's what's your uh what, what's your summary of, of events uh, yeah Oof, it's difficult isn't it um so the summary of events is I quite liked it actually, as you mentioned, Graham. Like I had this germ of an idea from from when we when you first sort of like gave us um, the the subject topic for assignment two being um, uh, day into night <clears throat> or night and day or whatever it was going to be originally, and then it kind of like very organically sort of became this thing where it was actually going to be showing a progression of time um, between uh, daytime and nighttime. Um, and I, and basically the original idea came to me from the title of the topic, because um, as you know, and um, listeners probably will know as well. Um, I am also a musician and have played in various bands over the years and things. And as uh, one of my bands in one of my former uh, rock and roll life's, uh, lives, um, I went and played um, a couple of gigs actually at this particular venue called Night and Day. And I thought it would be really nice as a kind of way of um, capturing that memory for me because I'd never got any photos of me there. But I thought this would be a perfect way of incorporating both the topic if you like, of day into night and night and day um, by literally going and taking an image um, or series of images <clears throat> of this place in Manchester. So um, I knew that that was my, like uh, Graham said, my germ of an idea that, that I had the location 
uh, in mind. Uh, I just wasn't quite sure how uh, how to do it and when I was going to get to do it. It was more than like, when am I going to get a chance to get over there and, and shoot this? Um, and the other thing was, it, does it still exist? You know, it's been a little while since I'd been and played there uh, a few years and things. So I did a little bit of research and found that, yes, it, it does still exist. And there's some excellent bands on, I have to say. So uh, everybody should check out Night and Day in Manchester. It's a very cool venue. Um, and I knew that it looked um, awesome from when I'd sort of like been there myself in the past and uh, and it still does look as cool um which is great it's this sort of like really tall uh building um it's a sort of like I, I guess maybe edwardian sort of like terrace if you like between a sort of very very new looking build and a very old looking uh building as well and um and i wanted to shoot uh, night and day but showing day into night if you like so i thought what's the best way of doing this is it's a very tall thin building and probably best to do it as a kind of like um similar in a way to what graham did but portrait instead of landscape um so i went from the um sky in the top um being obviously during the day and then showing the mid part of the building um as it was getting a little bit towards dusk <clears throat> excuse me and then uh, at the bottom when you've got the sort of like full frame uh, where you can see inside the um the building and it's all lit up inside and things and you've also got your neon sign on um uh, on the outside that says night and day not night goat which is what <laughs> aid and graham decided well, that it said I on was, it. but I, I fair was, enough you had I a can... fairly long experience in my defense you had a fairly long yeah. exposure on that nighttime one <laughs> as you might expect and Sorry. although it's very it's atmospheric it did blur the lettering on the sign it a little <laughs> It does. And, and I do completely understand that because obviously I know what it's called, <laughs> but you didn't. And it was like, huh, night goat. So, yeah, there we go. Um, but it's a well-known uh, well Manchester venue. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it will be now, right? Um, but yeah, so uh, it was it was interesting, though, because, <clears throat> excuse me, I got there. Um, I, I happened to manage to finally get the stars to align that I was going to be over in Manchester for uh, work anyway um, and it was on Thursday literally this Thursday just gone um, so like four days ago or what have you um, just before the weekend and um, uh, I managed to kind of get over get over there and thought well this would be great I'll take I'll take a couple of shots you know and I'll just sort of nip out and get another shot as, as we go and it turned out that the meeting was actually between um 4 and 6 p.m., which is literally the time that the sun was going down because I checked um, the uh, uh, I checked online and it was like, sunset is at 4.44. I was like, oh, no, because it's right in the smack bang in the middle. I'm going to miss it, miss it all. But in the end, I think actually over the series of frames that I managed to shoot, I did I do think I managed to capture it just about. Um, but obviously it did mean that I had to go back quite a lot later, um, unfortunately, to get the get the last shot. And I didn't have um my tripod with me, um, because I'd forgotten it and left it in the in the flipping restaurant in the end. Uh, typical. Um I'd looked it all the way there and then forgot to to, to take it for that shot. So I, th this was me literally stood on the street corner pretty much, <laughs> propped up against the um uh post box uh, trying to hold it as steady as I could possibly get it uh, to be steady uh, in terms of the camera that I used I used my um, uh, uh, my cheap shots challenge camera uh, shot on medium format and I also went for black and white 
Uh, one because I thought it would be quite nice to um, kind of like capture the the real blacks and the and the light, you know, sort of like the the highlights, um, knowing that it got like the neon sign and the lights inside and things. Um, but also because it meant that I could process it quickly myself at home. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I already had like an idea that I was going to use. <clears throat> these two or three sorry these three or four images um and uh print them in the dark room that was my original idea there was i would get these um three images and i would lay the the actual medium format square um negatives over each other and create like a contact print from that mm -hmm. sort of and then basically take that and scan that and blow that up that was my um original plan but unfortunately between thursday and today I hadn't got hadn't got round to actually even processing the images. So these saw the light of day an hour and a half ago. <laughs> um, so I was frantically just sort of drying them with the hairdryer, uh, and then in in the bedroom. So there's all sorts of massy fluff all over it. Unfortunately, dog fluff. <laughs> um, so I do need to clean these uh, very very uh, very much. So. But I managed to get them processed. I managed to get them um, dried and I managed to get them scanned and I took them into Photoshop, which I have no idea how to use mm -hmm. um, because I just use Lightroom, to be honest. And I literally just went bang, bang, bang. Let's just put them on top of each other so you can sort of see the concept. OK, yeah. So you can see how you can see what I was thinking when I was thinking about this, I think at least. Yeah. Um, and I, and I'll get that. I will make I will make a uh, an actual darkroom print of the three. At some point, I'll make a contact print in the darkroom. So the thing that we're looking at the moment <laughs> is um is sort of not not the finish quite the finished article, but it really does show what you would what you were going for. It's just not quite the final finished end point of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. And uh, what are the the uh, best moments was when I turned up I was like brilliant I found it night and day oh my god it's been years since I've been here and I turned around the corner and there was literally um, a post van right in front of it I was like oh my god typical um it turns out there's a loading bay right in front of night and day so the minute the post van disappeared literally the next van turned up and just sat there for another like five minutes so I stood literally in the street for probably about 35 minutes just waiting for a split second between one lorry leaving and one van going and another one appearing so i was literally like get it quick you know um luckily by the time i came back in the so i did manage to get the sort of like um uh, the sky shot at least the sort of mid shot was difficult because the top of the van from where i was stood on the opposite side of the street was just kind of in the way um but thankfully by the time we got to the the night shot um uh, most of the sort of like deliveries and things had obviously happened so thankfully i was able to get the get that shot so uh, so that's okay but it was just one of those where you turn up and you're like somebody built something right in front of the bit that I want to shoot you know it was that kind of feeling um but yeah I, I'm kind of quite pleased with it actually it did come out it's um it's sort of what I'd envisaged it's not quite as polished as I would have liked but you know it's uh it does the job and uh yeah I'm pleased that in spite of it being black and white you can sort of still see the uh the neon and the lights and things so yeah mm. I think it's worked really well, Rach. Um, how did you meet her, especially for the night shots? How did you meet her? Because that's that was the bit that I was stumbling over. I guessed. Man, you were really good at guessing. Good guess. <laughs> in the dark. Great I, guessing. Um, 
I, I put in HP5 um, and I thought, right, well, if I shoot that, at, um, if I go for the Sunny 16 rule for the for the day shot, you know, with the sky um, and uh, if I process it um, and, and probably I'll just push it a little bit. Um, so when I did the night shot, I set it to um, f4.5, which is the wide, which is the widest the aperture will go on this particular camera. Um on my Franca Salida. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, so it was 4.5 and um, I basically set it to bulb. Um, and yeah, I just kind of opened it and was like, count, count for one second, count for two seconds. And I did like two shots mm-hmm. um, to, to get that. So yeah, and it, and it worked out. So and when I processed it, I uh, I was just in the dark room, literally before, as you know, like scrabbling around. Quick, get it done, get it done. And um, I, when I switched on the light, I realised that my developer is a bit spent. It would seem, and <laughs> um, <laughs> looked a very different colour from what I was expecting it to look. Um, so I was like, oh well, who knows if I'm even going to get anything out of this? Um, and I'd, so I, I had sort of pushed it and I processed it. I think I put it in for like eleven minutes. Uh, so it like. F- uh, I say 400 it's like 7.5 using ID 11 stock which is what I'd got um and I thought I'll whack it in for 11 minutes and see what happens <laughs> so there we go <laughs> that's what came out so, yeah. well, well it worked really me. well yeah absolutely I I love that I love the idea behind it I love the hey. I, I love the I it never occurred to me to to have a study of one building it never occurred to me to do something mm. that was vertically from day into night rather than mm. horizontally um so you know uh so you know a really original and creative idea there thank you very much yeah i mean in terms of what i do differently obviously i i probably would have well i was originally thinking i'd take maybe two cameras uh i would quite like to maybe go back and do this again in color just to see how mm. it how it comes out i think that might be quite cool because it's a it's a nice um color building as well it's sort of like a deep maroon kind of thing um so i think that might might look quite good um and uh and i'd just make sure that i remember my bloody tripod <laughs> yeah um, could you, you maybe go and tackle it um large format range because then you can sort of correct for the tilt on the buildings you could kind of get you know real that would be very cool wouldn't it yeah i'd love i'd love to do something like that it's again it's just the time and i, I was sort of thinking um as i was there shooting this i was like hmm, this is because i had already had the idea that I was going to probably need to correct the tilt, etc. Um, mm. And then I was like, oh, I'm, I'm here. I'm just going to do it. Let's just go mm. for it. You know, we'll see. Um, but also, you know, that's that's the perspective that I looked at it as a human stood yeah. on the ground looking up at this tall building. So uh, I don't know. I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 think, I, I think it's great. I think it's great just in terms of the concept, the fact that you you knew about this place, had the idea, so it's it's thematically already on point. And I think the execution's good as well. I think it worked really well. Again, considering that you're using a bloody old 6 by 6 folder yeah. with no light meter <laughs> or anything, and um, I think you knocked it out of the park, Rach. And I, I really look forward to when you've got more than 30 seconds to put them together in the way you want to um, yeah. I think that'd be great because they, they, well. they are slightly thrown together at the moment, but it does give the idea really nicely oh, very dare you but yeah absolutely <laughs> it's hockney-esque <laughs> yeah i was like do you know what i'll lean into it it's fine <laughs> um yeah i i really enjoyed that actually i think because um because i had that idea originally i was like yep great 
my my worry would have been if I if I just hadn't managed to get over there to do that I had no kind of backup plan if you like really for that yeah. um so uh, yeah and it was obviously quite close to the wire it was like I say it was only four days ago that I managed to get over there to get it shot but never mind it's done um and uh, and yeah it's so I've actually really enjoyed uh, this assignment and it's just been great seeing what else other people have done too. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. With that, like, um, Rach, you're going to have to dash off in about ten minutes, and I really oh, want to talk yeah. about aid stuff before yes. uh, you before you can escape into the night. Um, so aid, uh, I, I, yeah, you also turned out real well. Um, mm. <laughs> I think this is why you're so excited about this because you you knocked out of the park on this one as well. <laughs> um, so tell us about how you managed to nail your idea. Well, well, well thank you very much. First of all. Um, we talked a couple of shows ago about lots and lots of ideas about things that I would do. And of course, I did none of those. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I did absolutely not make the time uh, work. I was a bit frustrated because uh, every time I found uh, every time I had the time, uh, the the weather was against me. Uh, not mm. that I'm afraid of going out in the rain, but I just needed some level of light, some light level transition from day to night. And it's been so murky when the weather's been bad recently. Uh, I had to wait until I had a, a, a clearer day. So, well, what you can see here, what can you see here? You can see a triptych of uh, Instax, excuse me, square Instax shots. Uh, it has the benefit of uh, being some recognisable stuff, I guess you could say, uh, because on the left-hand frame, you've got the Shard in the middle, you've got the walkie-talkie in the Tower of London, and on the right, you've got the city, and you can still you can make out the gherkin. Um, so, you know, you've got your classic London um, uh, iconic buildings there, um, all of which are visible as a panorama from my office. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's handy. <laughs> so, so from from my office that actually faces in the other direction and is on the fifth floor, I had to walk about twenty yards to the stairs, <laughs> up up the stairs to the to the communal area for our office, uh, where they also have free beer, <laughs> and uh, jammy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then out onto and then out onto the balcony, so I didn't have to shoot through glass either. Um, so uh, yeah so uh, I mean this was I mean part part of this was in is what has inspired me to make this particular shot anyway so when we were talking about things oh I want to do a London city yeah a skyline type thing a lot of that uh, was was uh, it was a sort of pragmatic type of inspiration which is that you know is it pragmatic in the sense that uh, it's it's something that I could achieve because it's something that's part of my routine uh, being in those places and it's also um, inspirational because you know I, I as you guys know I love taking urban landscape type shots so mm -hmm. so uh, you know uh, these are essentially well no they're, they're exactly because there's no there's no there's no development there's no post processing here um, they are they are three shots mm. uh they are three shots of about a dozen um okay. uh, so, so only just over a pack really uh then. so I, I think i shot 12 in total but um wow. uh, but the uh i, I had because i had a spare pack and i had two already in the camera so i went i thought right i'll do that and i shot the first one and it turned out it it was a black bordered film <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, bugger. Because <laughs> I, like, I thought, well, I've got 12 shots, that'd be fine. 
um uh, and then i realized that i actually only had 10 shots because uh, i i i didn't i because i only had two of the black ones um but i'll put the i i actually made a a more a sort of silhouette type shot um uh, of the the shard and of tower bridge um with the black bordered ones and we'll put those up on the website as well I'm a, they don't they don't meet the brief of day and tonight because they were shot at the same time and they're brought they're, they're largely the same exposure what they what i do like about them though is there's some reflection off the river itself mm. so it's not just sky and then dark silhouettes uh, yeah and silhouettes because it, it's very difficult even at twilight to expose fuji instax film uh mm. for for both shadows and highlights because it simply doesn't Oof, have yeah. the dynamic range the film doesn't mm. have the dynamic range um so i was really pleased and i only saw it after the fact that uh i i had captured um you know some reflections of the of the light off the river and the river is a sort of you know sort of quietly glowing um uh, and so i really like that um uh, but it but i have to admit it was by accident um <laughs> although the main one the third the, the the triptych uh of the of the skyline um is definitely on purpose um the uh, i think i took two shots of the left and the back two shots of the right and the middle one was a uh, really hard to get the exposure right because <laughs> i'm shooting this on a lamography uh instant square camera which mm. is a great camera but you don't have a lot of controls no. and so every time i go out so i think I, I i think i took maybe only four exposures of the middle image maybe only four might have been more than four but i think maybe four um but i had to go out at different times and say some and let it shoot and then you you'd be that and you'd you'd know instantly that the the shutter speed was too long uh, and you hadn't got the setting right and so you had to say oh okay well i'll dial it down to the minus exposure compensation and see what that does and you think oh the shutter sounds a bit better there i wonder what it's going to look like um so it was it so that middle one was a bit of a mix and match but i'm really pleased because the the color in the skyline i you know by doing that mixing and matching and partly inspired by graham last week saying i should um i, I should bracket um, mm. By by doing that, um, I managed to have a selection where I could match it, so match the color gradient across the sky after after a fashion, anyway. Um, yeah, and it does look like you've used the gradient tool, you know, across them. Uh, it's I, lovely. It, it 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 does, but I I, I promise that I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> No um, as tempting That's... as that would have been but um no it, i've just managed to catch a little bit of orange on the left hand side of that middle photo and a little bit of blue on the right hand side yeah. and it just Beautiful. creates a bit of a sense of continuity across the yeah. three exposures so yeah. really happy so with good. it yeah yeah, yeah nice. you must be is there anything you do differently do you think aid <clears throat> or you had like no that's it that's my masterpiece uh <laughs> no i think uh, i would probably um uh take more spare film just in case because that <laughs> middle one was really hard to get right um uh you know and uh i would probably take a tripod um yeah. so the, the these are the, the the building i'm in is is a it go is along a road so it's on one side of the road is the tower of london and then on the other mm. side of the road is our office building and i'm six seven stories up on a balcony an outdoor balcony mm. And uh, the balcony itself is maybe 20 yards long. And so I'm not shot from one space. I've shot one from one end, one from the middle and one from the other end. Uh, and so it wasn't because I'd want a tripod to be there all the time. And all the, the how I lined them up was I just reframed my original shot because I knew how I'd framed it. And I just panned across as horizontally, as flat as I could. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I, so every shot. So the shot on the right was framed by sh- by reframing the shot on the left and then panning across and trying not to, trying to keep the horizon in the same place. So, um, uh, but a tripod. If you look at the <coughs> the, the the nighttime exposure, you'll see it is there. There is camera shake in it. Um, that was one of the least camera shaky ones, actually, because um, <laughs> uh, I'm sure I took maybe I took two or three at that one as well. Um, certainly more than one. Um, so yeah, I'd probably take a tripod next time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, re- really, really, really pleased. Um, really pleased. Uh, you know, that it, the way it's come out. Yeah, um, uh, I, I, at the moment, we're having both Rachel and I on, on our group chat, so it went, God, God, God damn it. Seeing as we were both <laughs> like, well, no, I'm not sure. So it's well, like, yeah. hey, you really not. And also, doesn't it make you think how awesome it would be if you could just get like panoramic instant yeah. film? Ooh. Oh, man, that would be pretty great. <laughs> it, it, there we yeah. go. That's one to build, isn't it? I don't know. Well, we, how, would you, how would you manufacture the film? <laughs> like... so you, you just need a camera the size of a toaster. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, yes, yes. Well, uh, Instax wide cameras are the size of toasters, anyway, aren't they? That's <laughs> true. That's true. One slice only, though. So, um, Rach, you're going to have to go in a sec. I'm um, going to nip off. Yeah, I'm afraid so. Um, but before I do, I would like to make sure I, I give a, a very special shout out um, to Juan Alatore, um, who is Juan Alatore. Uh, photo on Instagram with dots between the um, between the uh, words because he very 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 kindly um, got in touch and said I have a spare hassy back so I r- took delivery um, of a new Hasselblad back yay um, for for my long long talked about um, Hasselblad that I have not yet had chance to shoot with so um, I honestly can't thank you enough f- so much for sending that over it's just absolutely wonderful of you i really appreciate that um and uh, so yeah so i now have an a16 um uh yeah which is a six by four four point five um so there was also included in the pack a roll of film which is lovely how lovely is that and a little handmade uh, mask so that i'll be able to um to shoot with to the right uh, the right ratio as well so um yeah i'm just so so happy to get a chance to try that out at some point soon yeah. thank you again so much for that um but yeah I, isn't it isn't it's that incre- awesome yeah, incredibly generous yes absolutely and and i've had um also from um uh quite a few other people who have got in touch and uh, asked about my uh, Hasselblad back and, and sort of like given me variously uh, either advice or, or sent me um, some links to um, uh, places that I might be able to speak to people to hopefully get get my old one fixed and things so uh, so that's an ongoing um an ongoing thing that will be that hopefully um will happen at some point but in the meantime it's probably been i guess maybe a year since uh, since i actually took delivery of my Hasselblad in general so it'd be nice to finally actually get out and be able to shoot with it <laughs> um so yeah so there we go i just needed to men- mention that before i before i disappeared off but very excited to hear all about um what our listeners have been up to um on their uh, day and night assignment challenges variously making things and or creating things so uh, i'll leave you guys to carry on with that and i will speak to you all next week cool bye rage take bye. care rage bye <laughs>
Okay, well, that does leave us eight. Are we, uh, I mean, I think, I, I do think, I know this isn't a competition, but I do think it was. <laughs> On just, like, the finished product as an end piece by the end of the assignment, I do think you nailed it this time. I, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing Rachel's once she's got her thing to the to the end of the journey and uh, i think that will look fantastic once it's done um but i, I really am impressed you, you had this idea right from the beginning of what you could do and you just executed it really nicely um and i know it's not easy with those cameras at all times <laughs> well thank you very much i mean yeah it, it feels good actually i was uh, i was mighty relieved because this this uh I'd waited and waited and waited and not had the time and uh, or, or not had the combination of time and, and weather. And then uh, I think this was Thursday last week. So it was the same night that R- Rachel shot her, her images. Um, it just came together. I had a, I had a bit of time at the, in the office and a bit of time with no meetings at the end of the day, right when the light uh, and, and the weather was right and the light was right. And so, uh, yeah. Yeah, it came came together, came together. I think, but it's uh, yeah, really really enjoyed it. Um, so, um, and uh, yeah, this course was was one of my two themes that that we can that we consider. So I'm, I'm I'm especially pleased that actually you know one of my themes has proven to be interesting for all three of us and has, has drawn out some ideas and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm pleased pleased for that as well for all. Yeah, of us. it's been great. Um, and well, well, I think this first um, listener we'll talk about it, it will highlight the thing that you talked about. I think we've all experience that the weather the weather that we've had has affected people's ability to go out and do this but um should we have a look at some of these less than one day because there's not got tons of these um but you know people have been out there having a go and it's just been it's been great seeing how much effort people have put in to try and make this quite tricky thing work um so the uh, first one we've got is an email. Um, oh, you don't have to deal with emails anymore. I'm going to let you read this email, Aid, because you never get to read emails anymore. So I'm going to let you read this email. <laughs> you from should G. come and see me on my in my professional life where I spend <laughs> all my time reading emails. Nonetheless, uh, so this is an email for, from George G. Uh, he says, hi, Aid, Rachel and Graham. Here is my image for the day tonight assignment. My idea was to go simple and shoot a number of frames starting in the early evening through sunset blue hour and into night. Unfortunately, although the evening started off well, the rains came and made it impossible to get anything really into the night. Yeah, join the club, buddy. (laughs) These images were shot on Lomo 800 film and are of the city of London skyline, which it is. Yes, which, of course, I recognise because mine was too. Um, uh, Once I got the sorry, once getting the negatives back, I selected the best ones and then blended them together in Photoshop. So the final image is three frames. Uh, blended together move to get the look for moving from day into night like i said simple approach uh, but i enjoyed getting out and trying something new and i think that the final work image works all the best george well uh i i agree george put put plain and simply i agree i think it it does work i think it's a, it's a nice it's it's one coherent image um which which uh you know has been blended uh into a, a nice uh, uh i say nice nice is a terrible word isn't it sorry it's not nice at all it's really good <laughs> yeah uh, uh, and it's it, it. One thing I like is that there are no gaps in it, like in mine, um, because it's a single contiguous image, which is which which I think is is a strength of it, and it definitely shows. It's a site that I know very well, um, uh, and I like the fact that one of the longer exposures has a riverboat in it that's sort of blurred through its motion as well. So that, that's one of the mm. things that that I, I appealed to me 
Um, but I can name a lot of the buildings in this shot, you see. So uh, I know what I'm looking at, you know. So yeah. it, 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 there's a bit of meaning in there for me as well. So there we go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really impressed by this shot. So when you first started talking about this idea of day and tonight um, shot and you talked about how, oh, you see this quite a lot of, in digital photography, people taking multiple images and blending them together. Um, in my mind, this was the kind of shot that was being created. And I think that George has done an incredible job of doing this with film. Um, his Photoshop skills significantly outweigh mine, and um, and she's not here now, so I'm going to say it as well. Also, Rachel's because <laughs> it is a really <laughs> he's made a, a really seamless job of doing it. And this picture, it it is kind of that classic London skyline scene, looking out across the water onto the city with all the buildings which you know age you've named was it the walkie-talkie building and the gherkin yeah, and the, see, I, the shiny I, pointy one i've been in a lot of them as well that uh, not some of the ones in the middle not but i i, I work semi-regularly in the walkie-talkie building so it's like, <laughs> i was there just the other day <laughs> yeah yeah uh no it's great and and um and just the picture it's you know there's so it's not just technically well executed i think this I, I i love on the walkie-talkie building that that light as, as the sun's going down that light on the bottom um uh, bottom right hand side of the building as the sun's sort of going down there reflecting off it the, the light's really lovely and um the lomo 800 film uh has performed really nicely because it, it tends to be a very colorful color film which i know is a very stupid thing to say but it, it you know it's a very contrasty poppy film which I think has worked really well with this scene. Um, I, I agree. Really like yes, yeah. The, the saturation it adds adds to it definitely as an image. Mm. Uh, uh, the thing, because um, it sounds so George wasn't just sitting there throughout the whole thing. I mean, I, I might be wrong, but from his email, it sounds like it's over quite a time. So he was going and coming back. But I mean, the fact that they're all so perfectly lined up um it, I, I don't know george please do write in and give me a bit more detail on how you do did this because there's the shot is very much seamless and um although um you know he wasn't able to capture the very late night scenes i think you know it the transition does just really work really well it gets right down into the sort of dark blue hour doesn't it aid it, it does it does and i think um i also think that given the aspect ratio of this particular image if we'd gone from noon to midnight, I, I think that would have been too much transition in, in this yeah. particular image with the aspect ratio. One of the reasons, you know, uh, I think if I'd need, if I looked to be going for more uh, transition in my own image, I'd have needed to shoot five uh, rather than three because the, 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 because I think you start to lose the, the impact of the image. If it's just, you know, if it looks like there's, been yeah uh, some kind of you know if it's all squished together i i don't know i'm, I'm just guessing at that because i don't really have mm. a, a whole lot of evidence to back up that statement but um i i think it's it's good to have started you know uh, to to have not you know bright white to, to black not not all 11 zones or however many zones there are in the zones how many zones are there in the zone system nine i think i'd <laughs> let's say nine i'll get yelled at a, a, later there, there are a number yes yeah, there, there yeah. are definitely a number of zones in the zone system i think that is one of its features uh, so, God, my technical knowledge is atrocious isn't it anyway um, i really, know, I, I really like is, george's image though 
<laughs> yeah, the thing is, like with the zoning system, and I felt quite good reading this the other day. I was reading um, a book on printing, and within this book, just as an aside, it was talking about the zoning system. It said the thing is that these days, with most people shooting roll film, whether it's thirty-five mil or medium format, the zoning system just doesn't make much sense because you're not you're not shooting each individual negative, and you know, so it's like just don't worry about it so much like oh good i won't um so that made me feel quite a lot better about that um yeah i, I just think it's it's i mean it taken at any time of day that would have been a nicely framed um picture of london you know, it's a picture we've seen a lot I, you probably know where that picture was taken from i would guess aid i'm guessing it's uh, yeah yeah i walk along there quite often it's it, it's on the south bank of the river basically looking across to the north bank of the river uh on the right just uh, if you look in the the bottom in, in the right hand side you'll see uh, uh by the river there the, the some of the buildings on the outside of the tower of london so so you're just upstream from tower bridge on mm -hmm. the south bank of the river basically yeah, so like I said, it's a scene that you'll have seen before, but shown in a way that I've certainly never seen, <laughs> and definitely not on film. And it's just been really well executed, really well executed at the photography stage, and really well executed at the post-processing stage as well. So, yeah. cracking work, George. Absolutely. Nice. Um, um, George has his own podcast, which I've I have heard of, but have not yet checked out, which is the On the Streets podcast. You were looking this up, weren't you, Aid, um, beforehand? Um, uh, yes, because I'd not heard of it until the, we got this email in either. So, so you know, George is clearly walking the streets. So I, this is one I'm going to check out um, because, uh, yeah, George clearly has skills. <laughs> I want to know how to um, steal them from him. Uh, that'd be good. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Okay, right. Next one up, then. Uh, so next one, yes. Um, this is from, because um, I didn't put the name in there, which I realise now, it's from Matt Jones over in Thailand. Right, okay, he says, Matt says, Hi Sonnies, here is my submission for the night today from an Airbnb apartment in Bangkok, uh, ex exposing a single 6x6 frame in my Lomo LCA 120, but masked to only expose half frame at a time. Two snaps of the shutter a few hours apart. It took quite a bit of LCA hacking and the use of the multi multiple exposure button hmm so i mean i don't know if you've looked at these pictures aid but some some violence was done to this level <laughs> I, 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 there, there certainly has and and you know this is a man who's clearly um uh, up there at m's level of of monetary wealth because you know you don't hack an lca 120 <laughs> <laughs> He's also got a volcano and billions of monies in it. Yeah. I think there's a lot um, of it going around in that part of the world. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, no, it's so. What it looks like um, Matt did was because you've got. Well, I don't, I'm assuming he made a mask for it, um, uh, and um, and then drilled like the a mask hole. has been made out of tape. Yes. Yeah, and then drilled a hole in the back of the camera so he could see where the numbers were in relation to it um so i mean a minor amount of harm although as you said it's a, uh I, not many of us would be bold enough to go drilling a hole <laughs> in the back of their lomo rca um but the the result is the important thing um or no no cameras were harmed in the making of this picture apart from the um <laughs> apart from that lomo apart RCA, from obviously. The, apart from the one where it shows a drill drilling into a camera <laughs> <laughs> squeamish viewers look away now um so the shot is it's another city skyline uh and it's the uh so as opposed to your image and george's image and rachel's image um which were sort of a panorama this is the same scene um 
one twice. on top of the day and like twice yes thank you that's a, a good word for describing <laughs> that um and yeah and again it's just it's worked really, really well because the, the contrast between the two is spectacular isn't it uh it, it is yes um it, it's uh that Yes, very, very much because you've got lots of good cloud definition uh, and and light looking buildings in the daytime shot, and then in a nighttime one you've got you know definitely a night sky because you can see I don't know whether vignetting is is because of the the camera itself. Although I would suggest that where it's vignetting is actually in the middle of the lens if you think about it because it's a, mm. a half frame. So I'm guessing that's to do with you know the light from the city itself uh, and the fall off of the city light. Uh, what some might call light pollution of course uh, but then the the buildings are darker but they've all got their lights on uh, yeah and it's a, it is a great um it, it's a great w- way of looking at it actually and having it all in the one frame is is is, is good fun yeah I, yeah i think it's worked really well um and i think it helps having a, a location like bangkok where you know, clearly the, the day was nice and bright and there's, there's clouds in the sky so it gives it a, a good feeling um of just a bright daylight and the night scene is it's a, a big city there's lots of very tall buildings there lots of lights so again it's it's very much great i i would love to see this in color um i realize that this is a bit awkward because it's you know it's black and white film and that's so very hard to colorize that but um um you know i think I, I, the the setup has worked so well that the, the way that it's been done has worked so well um and it looks great but i would also just because it looks, I can imagine how colourful it probably looks, and I'd quite like to see that. Um, maybe it's coming from George's picture, which is so poppy and colourful, and uh, maybe that's what it is. But mm, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah, it looks like there's good trees in it, doesn't it? As well as, but yeah, mm. so the sky, the sky would have been blue, the trees would have been green. You know that that, and that's a really obvious Classic thing to combo. say. But, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, I just complete aside. I saw a. Um, uh, I, I saw a, a guy the other day walking down the street with a Mr. Man on his T-shirt, right? And it was a blue mm-hmm. Mr. Man with curly hair. And underneath it just said, Mr. Blue Sky. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, not an ELO fan? <laughs> I, I, no, I mean, uh, hey, listen, uh, who doesn't love Mr. Blue Sky for for at least the first 20 minutes of how long that song goes on? <laughs> the second half an hour of it <laughs> starts to wear a little. But um, no, Some, it's, said, it's some have said that about the Sunny 16 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how dare they? How dare they? Um, yeah, great stuff there. And um, and sort of the first, the first example of uh, tools coming out <laughs> to get involved in this day into night process. But it won't be the last example. Um well, so where so, should we go? Where should we go next then? Yes, if if we if we're talking about uh, talking about tools, um, I guess next next up is Dave Walker, is it? Yeah. So we've got a couple of things from Dave Walker. Now this is a recurring theme. So we've got three people who we're going to talk about who, like myself, only m- more successfully, um, uh, or at least to a further extent, had to go at making something to take pictures with this. Uh, and Dave's the first one we're going to talk about. Um, um, so what Dave had a go at making, um, so these are the bottom two links, so you'll see these, is this fairly elaborate um, machine that looks uh, a bit like, oh, I don't know, a bit like a periscope. Um, it, it's got angles. It actually has, he, so he's built it with a motor in um, that moves. So this actually has a... Um, 
<laughs> it, you know what it reminds me of? I don't know whether you're seeing this animation. <laughs> not animation, this video. It looks like something out of Robot Wars. It looks like <laughs> somebody's made um, it's a, a cardboard prototype for something that's going to go into robot wars um it, it does it's quite quite phenomenal and and at, yeah it's it's yeah yeah so it's what, I think it's what a, does that bit do <laughs> so i think the idea is um that you've got the um image plane at the back and then you've got the front this periscope bit which is rotating through i don't know how many degrees is that rotating through more than 90 yeah, but Let me watch the video. I don't think it's more than ninety. It's uh, quite anyway. It's, it's rotating through quite a lot. Yeah, um, about eighty degrees, maybe. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's bouncing the light through to paint a picture onto the film plane at the back as it's going. And this is this is all powered by um, a little circuit board, a little Arduino motor, uh, Arduino board at the back, and motors that's making all this happen. Um, so that I think is as far as dave got with it before life got in the way and he was unable to finish it but it's it's quite elaborate if you so if you go uh, to dave the walker 80 um you can see how far he's got with it so far i'm sure that this is not going to be the end of this um, but i know he had traveling he had to do this week so that was the current end point um so that's pretty special i really like it, that it, got... it is but but uh not 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 to be uh not not to be entirely deterred dave did send us a, a rather spooky selfie <laughs> he did yes i mean it is it's slightly horrifying would you say i don't know <laughs> oh, i don't know that it's horrifying but it's definitely you know half a fa- half a face for, for a day and a half a face in the night uh and uh yeah which is which is fun which de- definitely yeah. fun definitely day into night in a kind of jekyll and hyde kind of a way but definitely day into night <laughs> yeah and it's, and he's done this on um instant film so he shot this on his um polaroid spectra camera using a splitter um and uh yeah it's worked really well really well yeah. fun <laughs> it's, um, yes good good yeah. fun thank you dave yes and and an end result as you said because the uh um the the homemade camera hasn't quite got there yet, but I'm really hoping it does. So, um, yeah, further news on that going forward, hopefully. The yeah. second person who had a go at making something um, was Alex Purcell. Um, I think I talked to Alex a few weeks ago about how his was going. So Alex was attempting to build a camera using a shoebox and then a um, clock um, motor to turn this... Um, disc with the slit cut out so the idea being as the slit rotated it exposed the paper behind it um, and you know gradually it exposed a day into night image um, and again I, 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 actually Alex what's going on with this because you know you got to a point with it and he made a, an, an image with it which worked um, but didn't really it, it was it functioned and and worked from day into night, but the image didn't really look like it was shot from day into night because of the location, um, and uh, and then there's been no further developments on that. So I think uh, Alex needs to put socks on. But can you can you see the image that Alex made? It's sort of I can yeah no. So it it definitely has a an exposure gradient across it from mm. left to right. Um, so, so there's definitely, you know, some some mechanical success in the contraption that the that Alex built. Uh, yeah. Maybe he started too late in the day or too early in the day. Sorry, you know, and and just didn't quite get the 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 timing right. I mean, he said it's a three and a half hour exposure. It says just that's. 
which is which is yeah. should be long enough to get a transition, uh, I guess. So, um, hmm. Yeah, I think part of the problem that Alex had is that, um, as you can see from the picture, uh, there's not much in the way of street lighting or stuff like that. So, because he lives in a fairly quiet rural area, um, and also, you know, he, he, the busier areas get a bit wary about people leaving shoebox shaped objects around in public places for any length of time. Um, so, um, yeah, I hope we're going to see more from this. Um, yes, but it, yeah, he I has think gone they, very they, quiet. Definitely has promised this one. Yeah, yeah, and it worked. It made an image, as you said. It it it, it is functioning as intended. Um, and the last person over on here who had a go at making something and <laughs> making cameras is really hard. Even Ethan wasn't able. Even Ethan and Nick have been very quiet since they were on <laughs> here. Um, gentlemen. Um, uh, um, was Paul Farrell? So Paul Farrell has got this great circular thing going on. Um, and clearly in the image on Instagram here. Uh, Paul, Paul Farrell, 1981. Much industry has been happening, um, but again, it's just it's it's all gone. We haven't seen any results from this camera. So um, this is it it, this is an interesting one. Actually, this looks to me like a really interesting idea. So it's it seems that there are there's two cylinders, one inside another, but about twelve inches across, mm. and and uh, the inner the the inner cylinder has a has a hole in it to let some light in and a slit to expose the presumably the photosensitive f- paper i guess i don't know but uh, or, or maybe film um uh behind it um and so you, you've almost got the you, you, if you can imagine, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's like two cake tins, one inside the other, but made out of cardboard. <laughs> That's yeah. what's going through my mind. And then the the yeah the the uh, the the outer one has a slit cut in it, so that the so that the the pinhole it's not a pinhole, it's a it's quite a few mil across, but in, in in the inner one can expose stuff. But yeah, it looks like there's a clock mechanism there. You know your standard yeah standard you know kitchen clock mechanism with a that takes mm. a single AA battery, which is what Alex was using as well. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. There are there are at least two rulers in the photograph. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's definitely where a, I always fall down. It's de- the measuring de- part. Definitely a sign that there's some thought going into this. Uh, but, but look forward to seeing what we what we can get out of it. Yeah, I, I really like that. And yeah, the, the use of the clock mechanism is ingenious because I, I sort of thought about something along similar lines. And the bit that I always struggled with was the how you turn the inside bit and keep the outside bit stationary. I was like, oh, yeah, you have all the mechanism inside. It's, yeah, it's a really good idea. Um, and and it's, it's complicated. And I, 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 I want to hear more about how all that went. Um, so um, I hope we're going to get follow ups from all of these people on. <laughs> how it all went but good work good work anyway gentlemen um on uh getting that far with it all absolutely um, absolutely and i'm so, and, and i think that's it is it is that it or have we got one more um i just so there's two things the first one is i saw um and i cannot find it again despite hunting <laughs> what you guys have patiently waited i saw that somebody i thought it was paul but it was, may not have been or maybe he's removed it from his feed or it may have somebody else but somebody made a day and tonight picture which was a one day um solargram which was very cool unfortunately with the way the weather's been lately it wasn't terribly effective because the sun was blotted out but but that was really good uh, so please if that was you um get in touch so we can see it and properly shout you out for it uh, and also if anybody else has done stuff that i've missed i did look long and hard but um uh, didn't find any else 
please do let me know. I also want to give a shout out to Hillary, our good friend Hillary, um, who I know was having a go at doing some stuff and just uh, ran into all sorts of problems um, with the film getting fogged and um, very blurry and stuff. So um, she was trying to sort of work back and figure out where the problem was occurring, whether it was expired film or what have you. So um, I think Hillary's still working on hers as well. Hopefully we're still going to see something from that. But um, if anybody has been doing stuff and they just haven't, haven't finished it yet or haven't sent it to us or haven't put it up yet um don't feel like you can't just because we've done this now we will always happily talk about it on backing paper and uh share them so please do get in touch with us about that stuff but yeah i'm just i'm, I'm genuinely really impressed at the uh constructive creativity that has been put on display um and not by me <laughs> but by the others uh, it's been quite impressive well do you know what i i agree completely and and it's been fun as well uh so yeah i i've i've enjoyed this one i've enjoyed this one but we're gonna have a i think we're gonna have a a bit of a break before we start the next one aren't we because there's some stuff coming up like like christmas and stuff like that and you know some of our, our our annual celebratory time of year activities we've got to we've got to work through haven't we yeah uh, absolutely you know, there, there 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 is well, I, I I I don't think anybody but you, Graham, could could be the one to formally announce this year's uh, round of awards ceremonies. Ah, oh, you know, I I am <laughs> very very excited to announce that we are heading towards the sunny twenty nineteen. Um, this is going to be our third year. Is it our third year? I suppose it must be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we've got boris johnson on the line boris johnson here to announce to us that the sunnies is happening in 2019 uh, that really wasn't where i was going with that but you know, <laughs> now that gives me some insight as to why he reacts to questions the way he does <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure it's the third year um i'm i'm really excited to be doing this again and we want to get ahead of this a little bit earlier this year because last year we we decided on what the um what the top not the topics the categories were going to be uh in a pub a couple of weeks before christmas probably <laughs> before probably christmas. yeah so we didn't leave ourselves with much time to get it out in front of people for everybody to get involved with so we wanted to do better than that this year um now there are uh probably a couple of categories um classic categories which will go forward so film of the year uh we'll go we'll, we'll do that one again this year um see if hp5 can be knocked off its perch Elf, <laughs> Elf hp5 two years at number one um can it make it a third can it make it a historic third no one's ever done three years before <laughs> <laughs> um and i think the other category that we've done in the last couple of years that we will do again this year is the best new product because there have been quite a few things that have hit the market this year haven't there um a few kickstarters that have come to fruition um there's still time maybe for a few more who knows but um some new products from um ilford obviously recently and um uh lamography has had some new stuff out and i'm sure there's other stuff there's tons of other stuff that i'm not thinking of um lab box hit this year um what else aid i just don't know <laughs> what I, else boris yeah 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 sorry uh you're, you're <laughs> way, way ahead of me i i just, I just don't know i um there, there's there's tons of stuff i mean i i i've been focused so much this year on in the world of instant film so yeah it's um mm. yeah i i've i've lost track of the news i'm afraid 
bizarrely, we haven't had a new instant camera this year, which that alone feels like something special. Because for did we not years... have the 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 the, uh, the, the mint platinum? <laughs> uh, uh, what was it? I, I think was it the RF seventy. Oh yes, the RF seventy. That did. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That was this year because I was thinking the the um the TLR um the that they did with um Roly that was tail end of last year. But you're absolutely right. The RF seventy was this year. So. Um, yeah, there you go. It's been a good year for stuff coming out. Um, so those two categories we're definitely going to do again because they're classics. Um, but that means we've got space for three more categories. Um, and we'd like your input on what they should be for this year. Um, <laughs> because you know, uh, we're bad at thinking of stuff, turns out. Well, you know, Rich, it's, it's, it, yeah, we're, we're a podcast for the people, is what we are, right? Yeah, <laughs> by the people, for the people, of the people. Um, <laughs> In the people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'd like to distance myself from Boris's comment there. <laughs> so, um, um, yes, so, yeah, so, uh, well, how, how, how do the listeners best send us their ideas for Sunny's 2019 award categories? So the best way, so that I won't lose them, miss them or forget about them, is to email us at sunny16podcast at gmail.com and just, yeah, give us your suggestions for potential categories that for the um, Sunnies this year. Um, so ones we've had in the past, uh, some classics in the past. Uh, we had the Shoot Film Be Nice Awards where we were sort of looking for people out in the community who are just embodying that um ethos um we had a most anticipated product in the past what else we had uh, we had the not in my backyard <laughs> but we're trying to stay more positive yeah, p- uh, p- p- pillar of the community was a good one pillar of the community yes absolutely yeah that was a good one um yeah, so these have all been things. You can find all this stuff um, probably on the website. I, and then we definitely got the stuff from last year up there. And we'll definitely have the stuff from the year before um, soon, probably. Um, but, yeah, we just like some more ideas, things which, um, I don't know, can be used to sum up perhaps in some ways the things that have been important this year in film photography. Um it's nice to have things which uh, cover the spread, not just of product-related stuff, but also um people uh, and the community yeah. and you and, know and the work itself yeah the the yes, art absolutely right? yeah, the, absolutely the art um uh, it'd be good to yeah be good to find a way to 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 recognize things like that as well so so an exciting yeah. time coming up so um yeah we'll need to uh, make a decision relatively quickly on these categories won't we so um uh, if anybody has some ideas, it'd be good to hear from you in the near future, uh, because uh, if we we haven't set a timeline yet for doing the the award show ourselves. No, we haven't. But I think we we want to be able to get we want to be able to launch it end of November, beginning of December, yes. so that people have December to vote, and then uh, traditionally we do the award show. Um, just after Jan. Christmas, yeah, 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 or, or sometimes in the week. Yes, I'm sure we've done it at least. I say we're sure, sure we've done it sometimes. If this is only the third one, we haven't really got that much of a pattern to repeat, have we? But um, <laughs> it, aiming between Christmas and New Year, or something like that, to, to so, so it's right early in January where people get that particular episode that celebrates celebrates the year. 
So yeah. okay, yeah. well, it'd be great to hear from people. Um, because uh, if not, we'll have to create some categories ourselves. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, best w- shirtless photo of the year category. Oh dear. <laughs> Yeah, you probably wouldn't to be fair you probably wouldn't would you I mean, if we made it most upsetting shirtless photograph of the year <laughs> might be bad, the shelf there yeah yes yes but that's not the only announcement we have for today is it no it isn't so i well i think all three of us really enjoyed doing the most recent assignment um but we wanted to give something we want to get community involvement in a nice easy way for a couple of months because we're all going to be busy we're all going to be flat out and there were have been a few people getting in touch over the last few months saying oh we're going to do any more cheap shot stuff and and hell yes we're going to do some more cheap shot stuff you know we're heading towards a big exciting event um it you know comes around feels like every year uh, and that is of course the general election so we're going to do cheap shots challenge general. Oh, no, wait, hang on. <laughs> um we're going to do cheap shots oh, and the, the theme being christmas because why the heck not um let's i'm excited to dust off my olympus fugly um what what cheap shots camera are you on at the moment, Aid? <laughs> I have uh, well, I, so so I I genuinely don't know. Um, but I, I mean, I was having no. Well, my my uh, what is it? The, the, my Pentax Auto One Ten works. Yeah. Um, it never stopped working. It's just I've been really focusing on. I mean, you know, without going over you know old ground like having a slump in photography and climbing out of it and focusing on instant photography and stuff like that. Without going over all of that old ground again. Um, I, I'm pretty much, my headspace is pretty much about instant stuff at the moment. Um, but technically my cheap shots camera is my Pentax Auto 110. Yeah, I think you ought to give that some more love. Um, because I don't think you've yet managed to find an instant camera that comes in under the cheap shots budget, have you? No, no, <laughs> I don't think I have. Unless you count my uh, my Lomography camera, which was a present, so it didn't cost me anything at all. <laughs> no, we do not. No, that does not count. Definitely does not count. Um, but anyway, regardless, um, let, you know, let, get in touch with Aid. Let him know your feelings whether he should shoot um, on his Auto One Ten or his Instax. But um, it, it's the shooting that's the important part. Um, so yeah, dust off your cheap shots cameras. Anybody who has maybe joined us in the last, I suppose, two or three months? It's been a while since the last Cheap Shots Challenge. Yeah, probably been longer um, than that, actually. Probably more like six months, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're probably right, Aid. Um, we probably ought to give a quick overview of what the Cheap Shots Challenge is. Why not? Uh, so let me see if I can do that, because you normally mm-hmm. do that a bit, but I should probably be able to remember. Um, uh, the idea is we set a theme and we invite people to contribute and the you uh, need to provide for the Cheap Shots Challenge your camera and your film for less than 30-odd of your local dollar pounds um, or, or, or euro things um uh <laughs> basically we used to say 20 pounds but then the, the, the then sterling collapsed so, <laughs> so we, we just we we went we, we we put parity with the us dollar basically <laughs> and said that you spend 30 dollars uh, euros pounds um wherever you might be or a local equivalent uh get yourself a camera get yourself some film and uh take some photos you know the idea was um 
the the idea, of course, was to to democratise film photography and, and make sure that everybody could have a go, regardless of, of where they were and who they were. Um, it is a format that's often copied but never beaten. Um, <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> Uh, but it's just a bit of fun. <laughs> it is all just a bit of fun. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, the uh, the good thing is that because I know people sometimes say, "Oh, I'm really struggling. The the charity shops are no good near me, or there's no, you know, it's difficult." If you can't find a camera anywhere else, you can buy a brand new Ilford camera with two rolls of film for oh, under thirty good pounds point. now. Good point. So. No one has any. Oh, sorry, not Ilford Kentmere, um, made by Ilford, but you know, branded as the Harman Harman um, camera. You can buy that for under thirty quid. That can be a perfect cheap shots camera, um, and uh, you're uh, off to the races instantly. Yeah. So no excuses. From, we are expecting a hundred percent involved. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine how broken we would be if that happened? But uh, let's say anyway, a hundred percent involvement from all listeners. No one has an excuse anymore. You no, cannot not all when get it, not when it's over the winter holidays and and people have time off work and stuff like that. There's, yeah, yes. yeah, or, absolutely. Maybe maybe one word of advice would be uh, buy some fast film. Or a camera with a flash, or a camera with a hot shoe, so you can trigger a flash, or something. <laughs> or something, yeah. Because it's just the nice thing about Christmas um, is presents. No further thoughts. Um, but yeah, there's there's so much stuff going on. I mean, crumbs. There's there's all the family stuff. There's all the lights. There's all the trees. There's just you know, whether you like Christmas or whether you hate Christmas, there's kind of no getting away from the fact that it puts photo opportunities in front of us. Um, so make the most of it. Uh, we, when do you reckon we should wrap this up, Aid? I'm thinking just before Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, I think just, middle of December, just, probably. It sounds like that, right? <laughs> yeah, that'd be perfect. Nail it. Um, everyone's just going to have to open their presents early this year. Uh, Mid Jan. Yeah, let, we're going to aim for mid-Jan, exactly. That gives everybody plenty of time to blow the dust off or into their cameras, um, get some film. You know, are you going to go black and white? Are you going to go colour? Are you going to go some slide pictures? Oh, that might be cool. Um, so, uh, and email... So, OK, we ought to get to the part where people know what to do with the pictures once they've taken them. Um, once you've taken your pictures, please don't send all of them to us. <laughs> Please don't do that. Um, we would like you to pick your two favourite pictures and email them to us at sunny16podcast at gmail.com. Same email address for everything else. Put Cheap Shot Challenge Christmas, ideally. Yeah, put Cheap Shot Challenge Christmas Christmas, <laughs> Christmas in the subject line. And it would also be super helpful if you could rename your photos with your name and the title for the photo or just your name and photo one, photo two, um, that would make life massively easier for me. Uh, that would be great. Also, another thing, I'm, I'm learning from past lessons here. Please don't make the file size ginormous. <laughs> it makes it really hard to see what they are when you're looking at them on the email. Um, so two pictures, your two favorite images, Email them over to us at sunny16podcast at gmail.com, subject line, cheap shots, challenge, Christmas, and rename them with your name and photo one, photo two, or a title if you've got a title for them. And obviously in the email, 
tell us about your experience of taking the pictures tell us about the cameras you've used tell us about why you did what you've done um and, and how sorry you are for doing it and all of that stuff <laughs> um and any other nonsense you want to as well obviously and the way we deal with it is that we as the photos come in we talk about them and um look at them on backing paper and then we get wonderful the best judges the best judges in the world to come in and judge these pictures um in at the end of it all and announce a winner and then that winner then waits um well, I think, well let me just check what month we're in uh, so far four months to get their prize i'm so sorry <laughs> I, I will definitely do surely that there are, surely there are winners who've waited longer than that <laughs> uh, i think i think we're breaking new ground here um, i'm sorry I, I, i'm gonna sort that this week this is my word <laughs> i will sort that this week um okay. but there will there will be a prize um to, to be announced okay and on, on that and on that vague and somewhat flaky promise <laughs> Um, probably time to wrap up this week's show I think so I think so we've given listeners plenty of stuff to think about haven't we absolutely yes yes so well uh, we have been the Sunny 16 podcast you can get in touch with us on the internet uh, as Graham says uh, email us sunny 16 podcast dot no at gmail.com uh or, or for all things to do with this show if you're listening to this on the move and you haven't had a chance to look at the images yet just go to sunny16podcast.com and and start from there um we're on the socials as well um pick a social um not facebook though eh? <laughs> because <laughs> we don't yeah, really probably, do facebook probably best not yeah yeah um uh, and we'd be love 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 to uh, continue on the wider conversation around all of these topics uh, on the social networks uh we'll play you out uh, with rachel's band rocker uh, you can get their album promises i should have kept uh also you can get that on the internet you can get it at amazon or itunes or spotify or some other place uh soundcloud it's the one i always forget soundcloud um uh, it has been an honour and a privilege to speak with you all, as always. Uh, we'll be back next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.